stripes, ice cream, alert, 654 Jose, okay, on nothing. Welcome to Third and Eight here on Nextdoor Radio, brought to you by Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment. Here are your hosts, Brandon Adcock and Jason Varner. Hey guys, and welcome back to Third and Eight on Nextdoor Radio, nextdoorradio.com. Jason, the dominoes have started to fall, man. And in my personal opinion, the biggest one who means, you know what I'm saying, the most to me has failed this week with the you know, former Eagles quarterback Carson Wentz being traded in Indianapolis for a, can, or excuse me, a third round pick and a conditional first. That means it could be a two if his snap percentage is above. Like, I'm not quite sure the percentage, but in the you know, high 70s or something like that, it turns into a first. And as a Colts fan, I want to say, duh, Chris Ballard is the best GM in football. Plain and simple. He fleeced the entire Eagles organization. Eagles fans feel differently, though. And I'm going to break down the math on this. Say, Eagles fans, if you can't do math, I apologize to you. Well, I think the Eagles fans are going to feel real different once uh, Indianapolis is winning yet again and the Eagles are still searching for a That's my point. quarterback. They give up how many picks, Chase, and had to go get Carson Wentz? Five. Five. Uh-huh. How many did they get back? Two. two. <laughs> What's five minus two? Three. Three. So you lost three picks. I like basic math. Let's start with that. Step two, how much are you paying him this year? Eagles? Uh, $34 million? Guess how much the Colts are paying him? 20, I don't know, 20. Less than 15, baby. Oh, dang. Oh. It could be $25 million. Okay, that's less than the Eagles paying him. That's right. And after next year, guess how much he is guaranteed by the Colts organization? Zero dollars. Not a thing. Hey, I got it right. Basic So here's math. the thing, Eagles fans. Y'all want to trade? Y'all's GM has not drafted a pro bowler in seven years. Carson Wentz, he, I mean, his numbers were phenomenal. Carson Wentz is injury prone. Yeah, he had a few freak injuries. Y'all giving him five garbage men and three trash truck drivers. Is, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the, the five garbage men were his linemen. The three trash truck drivers were his wide receivers. I could have started a tight end for him last year after Travis Ert, uh Excuse me, no, Zach Erson went down. His running back was Miles Sanders, who's my height and my size. I can't stay healthy, but y'all don't claim him. You know, had to be injury prone. Y'all's uh, coach who won the Super Bowl is out of town. You got the same problem. Going back to the Super Bowl with other teams. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. The coach that you gave up, you gave that coach up because you, you thought up, he had Chip Kelly, the next best thing. Yeah. That you give, yeah. Seriously, you give up Andy Reid, he goes to Kansas City and wins Super For Bowl. For Chip Kelly. You fired Doug Peterson, who won the Super Bowl, and you're bringing the coach's offense according to. The honest, I hope he does well. Proud of him, but dude. Yeah. Next year, though, when the Eagles are 5 and 11, and Jalen Hurts has the same problems Carson Wentz had there because his GM uh-huh. is terrible, or can't draft a pole bowler, and he's throwing to Travis Fogum and Jalen Rager, who couldn't catch a cold in that, you know, butt naked in Antarctica. Call me and let me know how it's working out for you. <laughs> Zach Hurts about to be released. Y'all got that as got it. You don't have a number one running back that your defense is Swiss cheese. Talk to me. Yeah. You no. can be like Eagles. Like, I don't understand. Well, Carson Winston, no, Carson Winston's is not the problem. He's the only pro bowler. You know, hey, y'all's GM is drafting in seven seasons. Don't tell me Carson Winston's the problem. No, this whole season. He's going to come to Indianapolis, stand behind a top seven offensive line. He's going to pound the ball there with Jonathan Taylor on Mar- uh, excuse me, Marlon Mack if he comes back. If not, okay. Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines are no scrubs. Right. He's going to have, hey, Michael Pittman at worst for the throw to the three tight ends with Jack Dougie, the Mo Alley Cox. I'm out of breath. And Trey Burton, I don't understand Eagles fans. Like he's getting a top 10 defense. His offensive coordinator, though, was guess who? The Colts head coach, who he had his best season. Now he was 11 and 2, leading the MVP race before he blew out his knee, diving, you know what I'm saying? Um, excuse me, to play in the Patriots. And y'all going to tell me that you know, the coach lost the trade? No, we didn't. You got hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray, the run amok, and flat out deceived. And I just pulled a Stephen A. Smith oh, all that one time. Steven. I was going to say, brother, you know we got a sound for that, right? I, I, tonight <laughs> I am the sound mic. <laughs> Let us stray, run amok, and flat out deceive. Oh, I like yours better, Brent. <laughs> and yeah. it was heartfelt. Yeah, yeah, like I don't understand. How, 
like how did Colts lost the trade? Okay, I'll tell you what. If Carson Wentz stays healthy for thirteen games next year, worst case scenario, he stays healthy for thirteen. He's ten and three. Oh yeah. We just saw Rivers who threw for twenty touchdowns and thirteen interceptions to go eleven and five because he had a team around him. Y'all didn't put a team around that young man. Nope. Don't tell me how the young man. You know, he failed. No, you failed as an organization. You traded up five picks and only got back two. Now you have a quarterback controversy. Or uh, Jalen Hurts may not start. You, you have joined. As you know, hey, Colin Carter said, you know, y'all in the clown club. You yeah. don't know who your quarterback is. You're a first-year head coach. So your GM is terrible. Your cap space is poor. Don't come to me telling me how we lost the trade. Yeah. So, as a Washington I'm football team fan, I'm very say, you're passionate about this. It no, pissed I, me off. Like, honestly. Sorry, but, you know, so, no, for lack of a better phrase, I, I don't understand how how you think we lost that. You're paying him 34 mil. That's the one we're paying him. Y'all paid him to go away. And like I said, when you go 5-11, 4-12 next year, with Jalen Hurts, who got benched in the last game of the year, right. throwing for less than 77 yards and what, three quarters? But tell me how's Carson Wentz as far Y'all hadn't built a team around him in three years. Y'all won one Super Bowl, got cocky, and thought y'all were the Patriots, so now you're back in the same boat as the Cleveland Browns. Talk to me. So – couple things you said I want to touch on. One, as a Washington football team fan, or if you're a Dallas fan, or if you're a Giants fan, this is a great week for y'all. You just lost arguably one of the best, probably the best quarterback in that division, him or Dak. He could go, it's a toss-up, but one of the two best, right? Just left a division. They're out now. The whole NFC should be rejoicing because they're no longer an NFC quarterback. You're not going to have to really play them for anything that matters until the Super Bowl. Um, Carson Wentz is surrounded. He's in a much better place in Indianapolis. He's going to shine. Better. Oh yeah, he's going to shine. Like I don't. You got the running backs plus Carson Wentz can move and he can throw. Dude, he threw for twenty seven touchdowns and four thousand yards a year ago. Right. When you surrounded him with what? Decent Some player, resemblance yeah. of yeah. a team mm-hmm. this year when your whole offensive line, Jason Peters, and uh, hey Jason Kelsey was hurt all year. They're going on sixty five, going out to retirement in the real world retirement age. Zach Ertz was hurt. Miles Sanders is trash. He had one non-game stretch last year in 2019 where, oh, my God, he's so good. He was injury-prone this year. No, I look, like I, I said. I, I just don't I, I, I don't understand. Like I said, any team in the NFC East especially has got to be saying, thank you for making this stupid deal. Two, so, well, you're doing the same thing you did with Andy Reid. You traded Andy Reid for Chip Kelly. Hopes and dreams. Hey, and congratulations, you, you played yourself. You just did the same thing. You're <laughs> trading Carson Wentz because <coughs> you me. think you might have something in Jalen Hurts. Like, I don't have like, nothing against Hurts. Like, I, I like Jalen. He's cool kid. Like, he showed like, big yeah. resolve at Alabama yeah. being benching the national title game for two attack of the Valoa and you know, transferring to Oklahoma, playing on the Lincoln Riley, don't come a second in the Heisman. But something about that other part, too, and then I want to get back to the Eagles, but yeah, I like how you said he only threw for 77 yards and three quarters, and you said it like that's that's terrible. And guess what? It is. Seven minutes. I, I'm glad <laughs> you're finally on board now with understanding that sub-100 is not – the benchmark for a quarterback in the NFL, regardless of being a rookie, a veteran, or anywhere in between. Now, I'm not going to mention he who no longer has a name with me, but I'm just saying, I'm glad you're finally there. You might not say his name, but saying it about Jalen Hurts is basically saying it about anybody who falls victim to the same suckiness or level of suckness that is Tua Tagovailoa. Okay, moving on. I do want to say something else real quick. About uh-huh. Carson Wentz's situation. And I think I you I know you're over there looking up some stats that you want uh-huh. to talk about, Chris. But let let me just knock this out real quick. <clears throat> no, no, me. go ahead with the stats. Okay. Go ahead with the stats. I want to hold that sound well, bite. So so I have a couple of things. Uh, I got some stats up here on the screen. Um 
and and I, I would like to know y'all's input on 2020, 2016. All right, it's been a while. We'll leave that back there. 2017, okay. 2018, 21 for seven. Or 21 and seven. All right. 2019, 27 and seven. What happened in 2020? 16 and 15? Yeah, so so again, he's behind. Okay, so what you're seeing is interception. from 16 to 19, uh-huh. you see him average somewhere around 3,700 yards okay. a season. Yeah. It's somewhere around 30. I mean, not what, based 29? on that math, yeah. that seems to be about 3,000. But right, no, well, yeah. you got 3,700, 3,200, 3,000, and 4,000. You add all, all right. them up together, you're going to be about 3,700 right. yards. Um, you he averaged somewhere around 28, 29 touchdowns. And, and seven interceptions. And seven interceptions, yeah. Uh-huh. Now, this year coming in 2020, yeah, he throws for less yards. He's coming off an injury. He throws for less hard yards. He's got 16 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. He didn't have a line. You, it's just, All right, you remember watching I know you're new to football. Uh-huh. You watched the Super Bowl. Did Patrick Mahomes look like himself? No, but neither did the entire team. You want to know why he didn't look like himself? Was he didn't there. have an O-line that game. That's fair. He didn't have an O-line the entire season. If Patrick why? Mahomes played for Philadelphia Eagles, that's what his numbers would look like. So, But but why? What changed from 2019 to 2020? Injuries okay, on the O-line, look, trades on the his O-line. His favorite target got hurt. Uh-huh. Zach Ertz, his running back core was essentially decimated. He was throwing to Travis Fos- uh, hey, Fogum and Greg Ward, who were practice squad wide receivers, uh-huh. and his whole O-line was hurt. That's for how the entire season. A majority yeah, of the season, yeah, wow. yes. Good part, part of now, it. Now, yeah. was that... For those injuries, and of course, this is all speculation. But uh, are those injuries based on poor decisions by the coaching staff? They or were based by on just poor drafting by the Eagles okay. GM, yeah. who has made some big whiffs in the you know past uh-huh. couple of drafts. You can start there. A lot of it's old age on the offensive line with Jason Peters and Jason, or yeah, hey, Jason Peters and Jason Kelsey being hurt. But he's not going to have the problem in Indianapolis. That's like you tell mm-hmm. people, like we don't need him to come in and throw seventy five times a game. But he, he needs can. to come in and throw for He's gonna have the to time. 32 times a game. He's going to have the time. Yeah. He'll be able to yeah. throw 800 times if he yeah. wants to. So these yeah, particular stats don't show uh, – I'll pull up some other ones here in just a second. But they don't show the number of sacks he received per year. Do you know what that looked like this year versus previous year? Uh, close to 50 this year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was it was wow. a big number. That yeah. and it, More importantly than the sacks, because sacks – and, you know, you have to take them to the ground – he was under pressure, rushed, uh, heavily defended, whatever term you want to put on it. Yeah. Like 99% of the time. Watching all the Eagles games that I watched this year, I never saw him get to get comfortable in the pocket. Yeah. And wow. I was like, I'll be him a lot of that on his head coach. Oh, yeah. The, play, scheme, the scheme sucked. If your offensive line is bad, then you have trash at <laughs> wide receiver. It. He got well, sacked 50 times. There you go. 50 times this year, 37 last year, 31 the year before, 28 and 33. Total yeah. 179 sacks. You yeah. know where he won't get sacked at? Indianapolis. Oh, yes. Doubt it. Yep. <laughs> Rivers can't move. Like, I'm I'm strong to say I'm almost as mobile as Phillip Rivers. <laughs> yeah. He got sacked. He got uh, sacked. No, no, no you're probably more mobile than Phillip Rivers. <laughs> that dude got sacked like 20 times last that's year. It couldn't move. There, that's a sack again. Yeah, now, Carson Wentz can't He's move. got two and a half. Carson like, Wentz Carson got Wentz legs. Carson Wentz can scoot. Yeah. He got legs. We're not so even though he him. could move, he still got 50 sacks. Yes. Yeah. Hey, you have Pat Mahomes in the Super Patrick Bowl. Mahomes yeah. can move. That's how Wentz looked every yeah. game. Patrick yeah, Mahomes and Carson Wentz are a lot of like, I, okay, let me, don't go crazy. They're not the same. Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback than Carson Wentz, but they're built very similar. They move very similar. They have a similar throwing style. Patrick Mahomes is a little bit better quarterback, mm-hmm. but they are very, very similar. 
If you look at Carson Wentz, let me say this about Carson Wentz. People think that I can't name an average quarterback in the NFL. Carson Wentz, to me, is a average to above average quarterback in the NFL. Oh, for sure. He throws $3,500 or mm-hmm. so. That's that's average, a little bit above average. Um, 30, right. 30 touchdowns. That's about, yeah. you know. Here's why I said that, you know, hey, the Colts want to trade. Okay. So, that you know, so would you put Carson Wentz and Matthew Stafford about in the same bracket? Pretty close. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The Rams give up a former league MVP oh, they, and three I mean, The Colts first won that hands pick. down. That made the best quarterback So you trade. mean to tell me yeah. that the Rams did good, which I thought, you know what I'm saying, though, yeah, y'all ever paid, you know, so at least you upgraded. The Colts were like, no, I'm giving you a third and a second, and that's it. Yeah. Like, that's what you got. Yeah, yeah, no, the Colts are smart. Man, that so was a the, smart play, but I'm telling y'all, like, yeah. I don't know how you can people view that don't, deal. You know, they didn't, well, honestly, like, aren't Colts fans? And you didn't live through the Chuck Pagano, Ryan Grigson era where our roster was trash. But I remember where I was, honest to God, sitting in my uncle's house, and here's the um, excuse me, text message of ESPN, how the Colts have hired Chris Ballard. I said, holy bleep. I know who we just got. He's the former GM of the Kansas City Chiefs, flipped the whole roster. And next offseason, literally half of the roster was gone. He flipped it overnight, hit 10-6 next year. Yeah, wow. The dude knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's good. There's one other stat I, I want to point out because this is uh, kind of interesting. In 2018, his percent completions was almost 70%. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Last year, 57. Yeah, because yeah, he was running for that his is life. A no receivers. Change. No receivers. Okay. Players don't just fall off yeah. like that at the age yeah. of 28. No. That's at 38, nuts. okay, talk to me. Mid 30s, talk to me. Don't, or, hey, Tom Brady's mid 70s. Yeah. <laughs> but players, <laughs> players at 28 don't fall off like that. Right. Sometimes I change the scenery. You know, he does the body good. Oh, yeah. He's going to be fine. I know two Colts fans. <coughs> you and DeAndre. All right, Richardson. Shout out to my boy DeAndre Richardson, coach over at South Granville High School. Yeah. Love you, buddy. Your guys are going to be happy at the end of this year. Oh, I was Y'all thrilled. Are gonna be, y'all are going to be oh, <laughs> Good luck with injury Rudolph Carson yeah, yeah. Wentz. All right, Panthers fans. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who, who are now ready yeah. to go scorch earth to get a franchise quarterback? They should because they ain't, they ain't never had one. Yeah. Well, they had Jake DeLome and Cam Newton who had one good year. Talk to me. That's true. Look, we got to take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors. But when we get back, I got one more person that wants to weigh in on the Carson Wentz trade. And he's probably a better voice for Carson Wentz and for the Eagles organization than will ever be, Brandon. So, look, thank you, Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment, for sponsoring this hour of Third Nate on Next Door Radio and nextdoorradio.com. And when we get back, the word from the big man. Welcome back to Third and Eight here on Next Door Radio, brought to you by Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment. Let's get back to the show with your hosts, Brandon and Jason. Hey guys, welcome back to Third and Eight on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com. It's my buddy Jason had mentioned right there before the uh, he break. He was a special Eagles fan, Giovanni Hamilton, who runs a sports cast out of Philadelphia, who had a message for Carson Wentz. Jason found it in the car. He got a little bit emotional. Y'all know Jason. He's a little bit. Guy. I was crying. That already, yeah, but I'd already seen it before. So. It didn't kind of catch me the same way, but it was sad. It was good, man, and I'm happy to see this kind of passion. It didn't catch you, know? you the same way because you don't have a heart. It's clogged, but it's there. I'm just saying. Hey, Chris, you mind playing that clip for us if you don't mind, buddy? Yeah, because I, I think Giovanni speaks for all of us. You do. The news just broke that 
Carson is gone. Um, and, you know, this hurts because, um, I can't even put on his jersey right now. Cause I just had surgery and, um, you're still my hero. You always will be. You're still my hero. And you always will be. It sounds like me choking up a Peyton Manning retirement. Wow, dude. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't. You know what? I hate you, Eagles. I mean, I I hated you already for being a Washington football team fan, and you're the Eagles. There's really no love for you in my heart. But to see you do that to a kid, man. I mean, business is business. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, bad business is bad business. I appreciate you. <laughs> As a ghost man, I appreciate you. Wow, on the man. Now, this kid's got a podcast, and he has had apparently he has apparently had some of the Eagles on his podcast before. So I would normally say, yeah, it's, but yeah, it, it's a kid. It's, they probably didn't know, but they apparently knew. No, they right? knew, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this kid's been involved in the Eagles for a bit. Um, yeah. But you know yeah. what? He, he said some other things in his little video there. Like he, he said, you know, I expect Carson Wentz to do great things now that he's back under Frank Wright. And I agree with him. That's 100% why yeah. I expect he's going to transform. Man. But, I think like, you he know, ended Forget it. the offensive line and run game. That's the number one reason. Look, Giovanni. You feel better at home. You feel me? I think he me. ended it something to the effect of Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, you got, got a good one. You got a good one. Yeah, yeah. Got, yeah, yeah. man. Like, <laughs> dude, I was crying. Look. <laughs> it's like a, I was crying like I wasn't. Hey, can my I make a bold keeper? proclamation right here? What? Like months before the season starts. If Carson Wentz stays healthy, he wouldn't come back player of the year. Oh, I, I don't. Yeah, I've already that. said no, Matthew Stafford is going to be top five. I don't de- look at. Listen to me. I'll make an even. I want to tell you right now, if Carson gets over there and they're he- and he's healthy, which I think he is, I think the Indianapolis Colts are going to the AFC Championship. Now, I don't know about the Super Bowl, I but think, I think they honestly, will be in the AFC Championship. Yeah, see, people, you know, uh, here goes Jason making this crazy proclamation. Jason's always were, right. Y'all the Colts were three points away last year from beating the Bills. Look, I said Week One, Tampa Bay's going to win the Super Bowl. They did. I'm okay. I said week as soon as I said I think it was like week Excuse four, me. week five, uh, week f- six, week six. Uh-huh. They benched uh, uh, Fitzpatrick in in favor of Tua Tagalova. I said Miami's playoff chances are in over. Three minutes. I said they're over. I, I'm just saying. I'm not making yeah, fun I, of him. I'm just yeah, saying. I, I said they're over, and everybody said no, no, they're still going to make it. Nope, yep. they're not going to. Yeah. Oh well, he's going to and, and as he won a couple games. Oh well, he's winning. The, nope, doesn't matter. He's not going to have be able to make the throws when it comes out, and he couldn't. I said that Kirk Cousins is going to have another four thousand yard season. He did again. Everybody, everybody always three fifty two. Everybody's always. <laughs> I said Washington is going to look. I said it's going to be a struggle, but Washington is going to find a way. They're going to win the NFC East. As soon as Dak got hurt, I said it's over. Washington's going to NFC East. And they're going to they're going to playoffs. The only thing I got wrong is I had a moment of fandom, and I let my emotions. Fandom, I had I let my emotions get in the way. Of my normal logical approach to things, and I said Washington. Logical? No, I'm just messing with you. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, logical. I said Washington, and I don't even remember saying it on air, but I told it to you, Chris. I said Washington could win this game against Tampa Bay. And I, I told you, I said they could win this game. I don't know if they will, but they could. Realistically, they couldn't. Although they could, because they were in it down to one drive. But that was the only time that I let emotions get any part of me. In the cis, in the during the season, and outside of outside of having <laughs> to argue with people that deny reality, okay? 
Yeah. I'm not denying reality about this. I'm not a Colts fan. There's no love for me uh, or hate for me about the Colts. I'm indifferent to them. And that's why I kind of like cheering up for them because, like, most NFL um, fans just don't care about the Colts. They're a Midwest team. They're quiet. Like, none of their players are getting arrested. Dallas, you know, they don't sign any outlandish deals to players right. just to get them to come in. No, we're a very quiet, uh, he blue collar, for lack of a better term, organization. And I love that. Like, I, I don't want a flashy quarterback. I don't want a flashy head coach. I don't want a flashy GM. Show up, do your job, and go home. Yeah. Show up, do your job, and go I, home. I'm telling you, man, I, nobody knows how anything's going to work out, right? But if I look at this thing logically, they have top 10 defense. They're a top 15 offense with Carson Wentz. Top 15 or top 10? They might be top 10. I don't want to go yeah, overboard. Yeah. I haven't seen, you know, yeah. I, I will tell you. I've seen preseason. enough of jo- Yeah, but I've seen enough of Jonathan Taylor. I think he's they'll gonna, be a top yeah. five rushing team all oh, day. Sure. Yeah. I just I, I believe in They're Carson's a top recruiting team, yeah. and I want I, I want to <laughs> give Carson a chance to get in there and see how it's going to mesh. Yeah. But I, definitely a top fifteen, probably going to be a top ten offense. Already know they're going to be a top ten defense, barring some stupid injuries, yeah. right? That might occur, might not occur. If things just go average for them, not great. We're ten and six. They, it, no, no. If yeah. things just are average for Indianapolis next year, they're eleven and five, twelve and four. If nobody gets hurt, it's a good mess yeah. year. They're thirteen and three, maybe fourteen and two, yeah. because you can't score on them. But see, yeah, well, see, here's the thing, and you know, here, um, yeah, but some stuff I want to go over first. You know, um, hey, local sports wise though, but in our third segment, that we can go over, excuse me, the NFL's, you know, hey, rookie classes, and that's why I'm so boldish on going, you know, head over heels. And, well, I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you. Hey, yeah, look, I'm making a statement right now. Indianapolis Colts are in the AFC Championship game. That's bold. I, you ain't even a Colts fan, too. I'm That's not. Dude, yeah. I'm just, I just, I'm good at what I do, man. I can find winning players. I can point out things. About, I'm telling you, they are set up yeah. to go the distance. Yeah. They're set up to go. Can they win the AFC Championship? I don't know. Can they win the Super Bowl? I don't know yet. We'll be able to tell that more after watching a few games next year. But is there any reason for them not to end up in the AFC Championship? No. They yeah. are ready to win now. You know, hey, do I think Carson Wentz is like a prime time quarterback? No, I do not. I think he's just with that O line and running backs. I, I do. think he would be very manageable. You know what I'm saying? He's better like, than a game manager, though. He's he's very upper tier game yeah. manager. He, you know, yeah. you know. But, hey, Frank Reich is not going to ask him to, you know, hey, chunk the ball downfield a ton. Hopefully T.Y. Hilton comes back. As I said last year, we got Michael Pittman. You know what I'm saying? He's our rookie out of USC who come in and played big for us down the stretch last year. And I just don't understand. Like, I don't know how he's – barring injury, how he's going to fail. Do you look at Indianapolis Colts right now with Carson Wentz and then you look at Tampa Bay who just won the Super Bowl – Show me the differences. Other than, okay, they do have a couple big names at wide receiver. Yeah. But, honestly, those big names are getting old. Yeah. So I mean, Mike Evans is still really young. I'm, and Chris Godwin was a free agent. Those, That's going to be tricky. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I look at Indianapolis, and I see a an even better defense. Not quite as good at quarterback, obviously. Yeah, nowhere but, near. But, dude, I'm telling you. Yeah. AFC Championship all day. Hands down. Don't feel bad about making that prediction. Laugh y'all's little butts off all you want to because come the end of the season, I'm going to be laughing again just yeah. like this year. Yeah. Pointing the finger saying, <laughs> I told y'all so. Yeah, something I want to touch on real quick is, uh, hey, Duke. Now, Jason, go ahead and start. Oh, whatever. Somewhere. Here we go. <laughs> Congratulations, guys. Duke did it. Duke Yay. did it again. 
Yeah, this is two shows. I've come on saying this, Duke. Uh, yeah, but on Saturday night, upset the Virginia by a point at Cameron and home. Duke also had an interesting story drop this week. Um, you know, Jalen Johnson, who was our freshman forward transfer. Well, he opted out, excuse me. And here's a question I want to, you know, ask you, you know, hey, being a father, right? Uh-huh. I, you know, you know, here's both sides of the argument. One, he's a quitter. He quit on his team. It's, you know, I ain't sure how to phrase it. He's just a quitter. Uh-huh. Here's side two. You know what I'm saying? He was looking at, you know what I'm saying, for his uh, his best interest. Uh-huh. He had a couple foot injuries, and his playing time had dropped. How do you feel about if he's a quitter or... Or hey, I'm just looking at you know I'm saying for you know hey best interest for lack of a better term. Well, why does it have to be either or? It's it's both. He's a that's quitter. Kind of, that's He's kind a of, quitter, right? Yeah. He quit. There's no look. We're not going to sit here and say he didn't. He did. He's a quitter. He checked out. You know what that comes from? The coach checking out. Just saying, leadership's reflected in the players. Lord have mercy. He's a quitter. But. Why did he quit? There's always a reason behind the things we do. He said he's a parent. Obviously, he's going to be, excuse me, a draft pick, and he's you know preparing. You know, what I'm saying for that. Okay, fine. He's had a couple of weird injuries, and his playing time had decreased. But here's what Coach K had essentially said after the Miami. Don't game. care. He was soft. Yeah, don't care about. Or excuse me, the Notre Dame game. He said he was soft. You know, he wouldn't play physical, and I think he's a, you know, him being gone has helped Duke. Well, he's won three games without him. NC State, <clears throat> no Wake Forest now. A UVA praise be, but <coughs> but if I'm drafting him, yeah, if me, I'm in the NBA and I'm trying call. to draft him, I'm I am looking at that and probably gonna say, okay, he missed so his any, senior year in high school too. So I mean, I'm gonna look at that though, and I'm gonna say, okay, so anytime it gets a little rough or something doesn't look just perfect for you, yeah. you're gonna bow out. It's the NBA; they don't care. The, yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, though that too. Here's what got me. That's fine. Just being real. Yeah. I'm never going to fault you, young man, for honestly looking out, you know what I'm saying, doing best interest. Uh-huh. I ain't going to fault nobody for that. No, but that seems like what trying to hide something. What bothers me is how much better his team has been without him. That's what I would look at. Because Jamie Brakefield, who's also a freshman out of Huntington Prep in West Virginia, has come in the past couple of games, and he's been our backup. Uh, he's a big man. So two he issues play with that. phenomenal. I don't two like issues it. with that. If, if you're drafting in the NBA, you look at it and you go, okay, team was better without him. Maybe he's part of the problem. The yeah. other piece of that is, why did the coach let him play in the first place if they're better off without him? So well, see, why did the coach happened. identify that? Well, see, here's what happened. He's a highly touted prospect. Stay out of it, Jason. Good luck. He can it's do definitely. some really good stuff with the basketball in the uh-huh. open floor. But something I would say is why Jason Tatum and Brandon Ingram didn't do as well at Duke as they have in the pros. The pro game is wide open. Uh-huh. There is no big man to clog up the lane. It's, it's essentially a five-out system. Yep, every time. Isolation. And the NBA, those players bode well. Like Zion's in the post a lot, but he gets a lot of one on one matchups. Hey, Ingram's on the wing. He gets a lot of one on one. Tatum, guys like that. He'll be good there. Uh-huh. I really think he'll be a better pro, uh, excuse me, a pro prospect over college prospect just because he's so big, so long, and he can handle the ball at that size. I don't think he will guard a soul. I'm pretty sure that you don't have get to a bucket on that. But that's true, too. Yeah, you don't have to. Yeah, he get drafted by Brooklyn. They're like, honestly, defense. I don't even know why they let a defense stay on the court in the NBA. It's like once you score, hey, you, do a you should line. just transition off <laughs> yeah. and the other teams off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because that's really because if you play any sort of defense in the NBA now, foul, foul, yeah. foul. Something too I want to point out, man. Though these referees in me, excuse me, though in the NBA have been off the charts this year as far as technical fouls. Dude, you can't look at a ref on tech, tech. There was a you bounce the ball to him, tech. 
There was a time. Like, I miss the old NBA. You know what I'm saying? Like, I miss hard right. fouls. Kobe right. Bryant dunking on somebody and pushing them. I mean, I That's what that. I was like, going to like, say. So, like, and like, some is to LeBron James. I watched a Laker game the other Trash. night. Trash. And they were playing, <laughs> I want to say it was the Miami Heat, right? Five consecutive times down the floor, he was quote unquote fouled, drove to the bucket, slinging elbows, and looked at the ref holding his hands up. Yeah. And, hey, Mark Jackson was the one like. one time he got busted. Looking yeah, Mark, back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's clear. Hey, Mark Jackson was like, he has cried every time down the floor. Like, bro, he's done it his whole career. Yeah, that's, that is Brian, the LeBron James effect. Hey, bless you, Chris. Yeah. LeBron Thank James you. is 6'8". And he's built. Dude, when he like threw himself on the floor and looked up for the foul call, and they yeah. caught that on camera, I thought, I was like, finally, they will, they will, they're going to disqualify him for doing this crap. Nope. No, they embrace it. It's, it's a new about Ever since, honestly, like 10 years ago, 12 years ago, I just stopped caring about the NBA. It's no fun anymore. I it's, don't really know anybody who. It's does boring. I would rather. NBA. All, you know what it is? The NBA has become. At one point, you had college basketball, NBA, and you had the Harlem Globetrotters League. Hey, the, NBA, <laughs> the NBA is now the Harlem Globetrotters League. It's pretty close. And that is all it is. It's, not, like, it's nonsensical. Here's like, what gets why me even is like, watch it? Basketball stars, honestly, now are more famous just because of like YouTube clips and ESPN. Where it's yeah. like, bro, you can watch Kyrie Irving all you want to on YouTube. He looks great. Watch Kyrie Irving for 45 minutes try to go out anybody get in the, the gym. The professor looks, like looks great on YouTube, boy. Yeah. Like, Remember them boys? And the he professor. couldn't even make it. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 he wouldn't even D1. You brought out the N one mix? Like, why yeah. like escalated on it? The fact yep. dude who could dribble? Yeah. But no, like, seriously, like, something's got to change in the NBA, man. Something's like, got to change. I understand offense is king. Baseball and football have transitioned the same way, but basketball has got to do something different, man, because it's running up and down the court and nobody really playing defense. It's boring. Like, I. I'll watch it. It's boring. It's not like it used to be, man, and I miss it. But thank you to the Vanker Outdoor Power Equipment for sponsoring hey, this hour 3rd and 8 on Next Door Radio and NextDoorRadio.com. Duke, your boy's looking to come home. Just fire Coach K so I can. Don't do my grandpa like that. Welcome back to 3rd and 8 here on Next Door Radio, brought to you by Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment. Let's get back to the show with your hosts, Brandon Adcock and Jason Varner. Hey guys, welcome back to 3rd and 8 on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com. And as I mentioned last segment, the NFL.com has released their rookie ratings. Now from last year, Jason, last week that we covered our quarterbacks and saw you have an aneurysm over Kirk Cousins being ranked dead in the middle of the pack. But let's start now with our rookie ratings. I'm going to let you tell us who number one is, Jason. (sighs) Well... Number one, who should be number one in the quarterback ranks? Kirk Cousins. Oh, I meant doing the rookie rank. Oh, in the rookie rank. Oh, okay, yeah, the rookie rank. No, actually, I agree with this. Uh, Indianapolis Colts. Yep. I agree. One or two is yeah. interchangeable for hey, me. Hey, Michael good. Pittman. Uh, hey, Jonathan Taylor and Julian Blackman. Now, Jacob Easton was our fourth-round pick out of Washington. He's going to be uh, – uh, honestly, he'll probably end up being our backup. Yeah. Although, but – I was very pleased with our rookie class, and Chris Ballard has done it again. Yeah, I'm not mad good. with him at all. He did good. Not mad with him at all. He did good. Uh, number two, of course, is going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, uh, <laughs> their I mean, first two picks with Tristan Wirfs and Antoine Winfield. Yes, absolute t- absolute studs. Hey, t total studs. Absolutely. Yep. No, yeah. they had a great class, man. They did great. Number three, this one's an easy no brainer. I, I think honestly, I said the first two are interchangeable. Know. All three of these could be interchangeable because. This Joe guy Burrow has and one T. Guy. Higgins. Yeah. T. Higgins, 
Oh, come yeah, on, he man. was a solid receiver. Yeah, solid. See, yeah. I was mad he didn't fall to us. He was the first pick in the yeah. uh, no, I was uh, round two of yeah. last year. Though. We took Michael Pittman, which I'm not mad at. The Pittman, you know what I'm saying, it was good for us in the stretch. Minnesota Vikings comes in at fourth with Justin Jefferson and uh, Jeff Gladney there at the cornerback position. But everybody knows Jefferson. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Jeff- Justin Jefferson weren't there. They, they would be, be probably like 20, 25th, somewhere like But yeah, Justin- I, mean, I wouldn't say they're that bad, though, but they'd be in the middle of the pack, though. Justin Jefferson Justin held Jefferson up his held- for sure. Yes, he did. Yes, he Prime did. Time. Hey, number Cleveland five. Cleveland Browns. Ooh, Cleveland. Hey, Jarrett Willis and Grant Delpit, who was hurt last year, he's the hard hitting safety out of LSU. Uh, hey, Jordan Phillips, hopefully he can, you know, have develop into something there for them. Harrison uh, Bryant's going to be a good tight end. I really think I like Harrison Bryant. Harrison Bryant is going to be, yeah. the, you know, golf is, um, excuse me, picks, you know what I'm saying, from last year, who I think it's going to have, you know, had the biggest impact outside of Jerry Willis, who made some huge plays last year yeah. with the tackle position for them. Harrison Bryant's going to be a bad boy. Now, this next team, yeah, yeah. One oh, person for, carries. How they not but, ranked higher? I, well, yeah, the Chargers are ranked six. The Chargers had a better class over the Bengals to meet with Justin Herbert and Kenneth Murray and Joshua Kelly. Uh, I, I you don't think, think Herbert was more impressive than Joe Burrow? Well, oh yeah, Herbert, but 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 Burrow, Burrow was the reason. But Burrow got hurt though. You got to uh, you got to you got to remember that. Look, Justin Herbert. I'm not taking anything. Yeah, I like Justin Herbert as a quarterback. I think he's going to be another yeah. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady type esque you know, quarterback. Joe Burrow is probably more like Aaron Rodgers, and Justin Herbert's more a little bit like Tom Brady. One of them's a little bit more of a game manager. One's more of a you know gunslinger. But dude, no, nah, hey, Chargers, dude, <laughs> hey, yeah, heck those of top a three picks last. Hey, and phenomenal. now that they got a better coach, yeah, they're gonna be all right. Coming in number seven's my boys, the Washington Football Team with Chase Young, Antonio Gibson. You, I mean, uh, Chadwick Charles. You can't and uh, Antonio uh, Gandy. But see, he he didn't come in too late. Yeah, I have no idea who that is. To be so fair. he's a wide receiver. He come in late in the yeah, season. The I think it was like week ten, week eleven, yeah. before he could actually come in and play. Gibson's gonna be pretty nice for uh, excuse me, for y'all going forward. He's really young and he did really well last year. Or in Curl, you can't forget about Curl, the safety. That he's a daggone good rookie, man. Yeah, and uh, that's going to allow us to to free up some cap space with a couple other people by yeah. by having him. The Chiefs come in ranked eighth. Uh, Clyde Edwards uh, Hilaire is that how you say his name? Yep. Yeah, he was a running back pick out of LSU to yep. Willie Gay. Um, Willie Gay Jr. He was that middle yep. linebacker. I want to say he started half the season. Legere Solid Sneed. class, yep. not great, yeah. not too bad. Um, it happens. Life goes on. Not bad for Kansas City. Dallas Cowboys. Now, hey, they did have a pretty good class. Yeah. When yep. One guy carries that whole organization. C.D. Lamb. And yeah. Dallas is like Pittsburgh to me. They just they always get receivers, find receivers. and yep. receivers and receivers. And no Super Bowls. Diggs was a pretty good corner. I mean, he, he did all yeah. right. Uh, let's see. Carolina <clears> come in at number 10th. Derek Brown at defense tackle. That was a good I feel point. like Carolina's ranked, honestly, should be ranked above Dallas. Yeah. You can make an argument Jeremy with Chin? Derek. That was yeah. my next argument. Yeah. Derek Brown and Jeremy Chin were two of the most impactful rookies. Yeah. You know, hey, over the course of the year. 49ers come in 11th. Um, uh, Brandon Oak. I mean, he, did, he had a good year. Yeah. I don't think it was, you know, he had the best hurdle of the 2020 season, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, he hurt my man cleaning out the gym. Yeah. Uh, hey, thank you, 49ers, though, for DeForest Buckner, by the way. Los, Los Angeles Rams coming in number 12. Oh, Cam Akers kind of held that one Cam, together for him. Yeah, I, I mean, really- Jordan Fuller had 12 starts to safety. The Van Jefferson, they're another team who just kind of finds receivers. Van Jefferson, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. They just Good for Matt just, Stafford, boy. I mean, they <laughs> pluck them out of nowhere. Uh, here we go. Uh, Wow, New England Patriots <laughs> yeah, ranked like 13th. I squinted. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm looking what? here, the safety, uh, Kyle Duggar, I don't, <sighs> Josh Early. I mean, nobody really jumping off the page at me about them. Not sure how they made it. Scrolling down, uh, there we go, yeah. Jets at 14th. What? Uh, Denzel Mims, of course, he was hurt, but now yeah. that he's back in the lineup, he is yeah, a Yeah, Beckton 
Um, hey, from Louisville is going to be big for the another Michael Piron. He played yeah, a couple games down yeah. the stretch, but Piron's that's because Frank Gore was like going to be good. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, Denver Broncos. Oh, look, Jerry Judy, hands down. I yeah. like Jerry Judy. He's uh, pretty good. And, and KJ, KJ Hamler. Yeah, now, he, dude, that's great, another but, Ross to me. Yeah. I mean, he, he is fast, dude. <laughs> like, ridiculous. Hey, but now start that quarterback's name for me. No, dude, Michael, I was looking at the same thing. Between oh, him Jamuna? and that tight end, look at the tight end. <laughs> Where's it? Albert. Albert. Ogulwagabunam? <laughs> Dude, I'm not going to butcher his name. I saw Chris, can you, you spell that out for me? Full disclosure. Okay, Oxford, North Carolina. I'm not trying. U-N-A-M. Hey, Chris, let's spell it again. Jason was talking real quick. Okay, W-U-E-G-B-U-N-A-M. If I had to guess, that's going to be Okwegbunam? I'm going to call him Obi-Wan. Moving on. That's I got fair. a speech problem. Yeah, Albert O.K. <laughs> oh, dude, I like Obi-Wan. Dude, Albert Obi-Wan. I yeah. like it, man. Yeah. That's oh, awesome. <laughs> uh, Atlanta Falcons comes in. Again, I'm not – there's not anybody it. jumping off this list to me at 16. I mean, Terrell, but that was really – I mean, yeah. that's it. Yeah. 17, Chicago Bears. Uh, No. I was uh, going to say, Mo- Mooney, 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 Mooney. Hey, Daryl yeah. Mooney's good. Darnell yeah. Mooney's good. That's yeah. a good wide receiver. Anybody would be glad. There was to have a couple him. pictures of him last year where he would just absolutely toast a cornerback, and the ball would be five foot in front of him. Like, oh. Uh. So this neck, the Jaguars had a decent class. Laviscus Chenault Junior. Chenault. Chenault. Sorry, he played at Colorado, if I'm not mistaken, yep. with Washington's third string quarterback now Montez, and those boys. <laughs> Mate, were a good one-two combo yeah, out he was Colorado. Good in Colorado. Yeah, I liked him. Chenault, he was kind yeah. of a. You know who he reminds me of? He's uh, not very fast. Old player but... uh, who played for Cleveland named Josh Cribbs. He was a quarterback. I, uh, he was a quarterback somewhere in college. He had the really long dreads, and he was like the league's best punt returner. I look at you know had Leviscus to Chenault, and I see Josh Cribbs. But he's not where he does so much. Where like he punt return. He, he yeah. He ran the ball last year. He played wide receiver, and they had him at Wildcat quarterback. He's like a. He's not a receiver. He's an offensive weapon. Yeah, kind of like uh, yeah, nah. But he's not all that fast. It's the one thing about him. He he's he runs a four boy. five eight. But he's big. But he's big. He is big. I'll give it to him. Number nineteenth. Uh, we that get seems Ravens. really low. Jesus this is Christ. A, yeah, I mean Patrick Queen and J.K. Dobbins. Yeah. What the one two combo there? Uh, yeah, they the Ravens should have been higher on this list. Dobbins had one start last year though, but they had like seven running backs plus the quarterback. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, you're right. Buffalo Bills. Hey, A.J. Uh, Espinosa. I think he played yeah. at Iowa. I mean, Zach Davis played a lot of games for him last year. Um, hey, Gabriel Davis come in and had a couple big games for him. I'm hey, sorry, what did you call him? Hey, A.J. Espinosa. Is that his name? Because it, it reads Espinosa. Espinosa. Well, I can't read. <laughs> Espinosa, yeah. I mean, I took two years of Spanish. If I had to guess, I'd say Espinosa. <laughs> I, mean, I took four years of English, and I still can't speak. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason people listen. They love My to man. make fun of us. Fair enough. All right. We're country, folks. All right. Uh, moving on. A Seattle. potential team for me. Yeah. Oh, uh, really? Why do you say that for there? Washington? He goes through this every week. Eh. Are they out? No, they're not out. I just, you know. You didn't feel like the need to. I noticed today that your son was wearing a Seahawks shirt, and it, it, it brought back a memory of like, oh, yeah, I remember. Why that. don't you just pick one already? I got time. Remember, we got an agreement. There's one that's got to be pulling on your heartstrings. At any rate, Seattle Seahawks. Um, nobody here's jumping off the page at me. Uh, that really did anything. I mean, no, I mean, fine. I, I wish I knew more about them. Okay, Pittsburgh Steelers had a decent with uh, Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool is a heck of a wide receiver. Yeah. Um, <sighs> they're another team who just finds receivers. Yep. Oh yeah, I said that earlier. Like they just. 
he finally him out of nowhere. I ain't going to say no way he played in Notre Dame, but they it was just un- – I can like, see them being ranked 20 – was it 22nd? Yeah, because honestly, though, Chase Casey was their only rookie, I thought, did anything. Um, moving on down, 23, New York Giants. Uh, Xavier McKinney, he only had six, six, uh, four starts, though. Yeah, like Andrew Thomas yeah. is the best player yeah. out of this whole Andrew ordeal. Thomas was nice. Yeah. Which, I mean, honestly, finding a tackle, you know, something to help your run – or excuse me, your young hey, quarterback is not a bad thing after all. Oh, yeah. Thomas was great. Thomas was great. New Orleans Saints ranked 24th. Again, nobody here really jumping off the page at me. Yeah, but not really here either. Nope. Uh, Miami Dolphins. The 25th. 25th. This says all you need to say. They had three first-round picks. Yeah, go ahead. Tell, had, tell me. They had that one guy. Uh, Taco Villoyeva. <laughs> I mean, I mean uh, Tago from Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Never gets old. It doesn't. I love that. Hey, you're welcome for that soundbite, by the I way. I appreciate that. Like, I had to search the earth to find that thing. I knew it in my head because the Dan Lebatar show played it so much and got a kick out of it. Hey, RIP Dan Lebatar show. I miss y'all. But uh, it was just hilarious to me. <laughs> I'm just – that says all it needs to say. They ranked 25th in draft class with three yeah. first-round picks. One of which I blame that on the Dolphins, not the players. Like, well, y'all had three picks and you couldn't get one right? Yeah, well – uh, hey, 26 is kind of surprising because Isaiah Simmons at number eight is the guy who Carolina picked, you know, he just before the Cardinals last year when they took Derrick Brown, the one I thought that they should have took the do-it-all player nah, from Clemson. Simmons Isaiah is bad, Simmons. boy. Hey, dude. They, I, I, I get why Washington went with Chase Young, but I, I – I don't know where you put him. Do anywhere. you put him at linebacker? Do you put him at defensive Do you put him at safety? Do you, you put, put him at the outside and let him rush standing up, you know what I'm saying, in the 4-3 or, excuse me, a 3-4? What do you do with him? And I feel like two – that can be good and detrimental on a player. Oh, cool. To a big word alert. You know, having a guy who we need a soundbite. Yeah. Big word alert. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, having a guy who doesn't really know where to go. And I feel like if you're like a defensive, you know, coordinator, you figure it out. Yeah. You'd pay megs of bucks and a guy with that kind of talent and that kind of speed and instincts. You got to figure it out. Yeah. That's on you, not I mean, the kid. He, he's a, at the very least, he's a great run support safety. I mean, extra tackling yeah. on the field. Yeah, because they're saying, oh, well, he can't cover deep. Okay. Neither can Harrison Smith. Yeah, moving neither on. can, like, a third of the safeties in the league, and ain't none of them built like that. What's yeah. your point? Yeah. Stick the man on a tight end and figure it out. And, he can run, and what was his 40, a 4-3, a 4-4? Like, it was something outrageous. Yeah, like, how many of them can run that fast? Yeah. Clemson was like, here, you know what I'm saying? They're just Troy Polamalu all over the defense. Yeah. Troy Polamalu didn't have a spot. I hated Troy Polamalu. That dude could line up at corner. Safety in the crowd, you know what I'm saying? The water boy, it didn't matter. This is a team I, uh, I like. I was pulling for them, underdogs, yep. Las Vegas Raiders. Henry Ruggs, one of my favorite young receivers. I believe in this kid. He's going to do great things. Um, I like him a lot. I think he was their best pick out there, though, honestly. I mean, and he still didn't play well, but call it what you want. Oh, as I said earlier, the Eagles cannot draft. Ranked at 28th is the Eagles. Yeah. With Jalen, uh, hey, Rager. I'm making eleven stars. That was and Jalen Hurts. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, that's, they didn't draft anybody of note again. Shocker. The Detroit the Lions, Lions uh, uh, Swift. I mean, they, Swift was a, was a good running back. Good, you know, a good yeah. The Jeff Okuda, like with uh, hey Swift being the primary back this year, he should see an uptick in carries, especially yep. with Jared Goff, because you're gonna yep. have to run the ball for Golf because he can't just sling it out there all game. But Swift's not really well. I don't see Swift carrying the ball 30 times a game. He's not built for it. Nope. He's really like I hate to say he's really not. This okay. Here's a team I like I don't understand your draft picks, and that's the Packers, you know, coming in at 30. <laughs> you got the guy that just won the MVP this year. 
and you made him mad. Like, I said, next year, just go out and, and draft a quarterback every year until he retires. Right. Just make him mad every year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Throw for 48 touchdowns or five picks or whatever. You I know, hey, absurd number. He well, we found your replacement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wrong. <laughs> yeah. Nobody on that list worth mentioning. Moving on. Houston, Texas, again, nothing. Trash. Here. Trash. <laughs> like, that yeah. was just, oh, man. Houston is a dumpster fire. Ooh. The Titans with the worst grade in pro football, according to NFL.com, drafting last year, with a big old F. It looked like me and Matt's class. And, there uh, ain't nobody in there worth High yeah. school, yeah. You don't have, oh, so, hey, Isaiah Wilson, although I did see a report that this week where the Titans head coach Mike Vrabel had come out and said he needs to honestly make a decision of whether he wants to be a pro or not. If that's the guy that you spent your first-round pick on, that's wow. a problem. Yeah, you know you That's wasted, a problem. You know you wasted, Absolutely. Yep, you wasted an opportunity. Look, so how do you have, feel going forward about the, hey, Washington, uh, the rookie class? Just hey, Our rookie class yeah, in Washington? Yeah, promising. I think we've had two good drafts. Yeah. I mean, we've and had – that's how it starts. Yeah, two or three good drafts in a row, man. I mean, where we've set up our defense, we're still struggling to find that receiver. Yeah. And a quarterback's a little elusive for us. It's always been that it's way It's a deep class of free agents and receiver, though. Yeah, like we're, we're going to be fine. We got the defense. Yeah. Now we just – one or two weapons on offense, we're good to go, regardless of who's at quarterback. Yeah. Thank you, Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment, for sponsoring this segment of 3rd and 8. Uh, look, quick break. When we get back, it's time for us to blind taste test some Pop-Tarts. 3rd and 8, Nextdoor Radio at nextdoorradio.com. Can we go ahead and taste them over the break? All right, welcome back to 3rd and 8 here on Nextdoor Radio, brought to you by Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment. We have got a Pop-Tart Challenge. Uh, for those of you who uh, who are friends with us on Facebook, check us out, 3rd and 8. We have in front of both Jason and Brandon, one, two, three, four, five Pop-Tarts. Five. That they are going to try to taste and determine what they are. Now, fellas, do you all know what your options are? Uh, as to what they could even be? I think it was strawberry, cherry. The most important question, Chris, is are you recording this? Yeah, I am. Have you got any widescreen for me? <laughs> <laughs> but Okay, so cherry, strawberry, fudge, uh, brown sugar, and... And cookies and cream. And cookies and cream, okay. All okay. right. So you guys yeah! are going to start. <laughs> I did good. <laughs> I win. You guys are going to start on your right. So, Jason, that is closest to your phone. There I you got go. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Brandon, that is, yep, right by your mic. Is if that you it? Will, yeah, it is. If you will pick up that Pop-Tart. Try, are, are we try allowed not, to smell no, it? No, I was about to say, try not to sniff it. Okay, hold on, let me cover up my nose here. <laughs> like, can try, we bite it now? Or you can bite it, it now. Go uh, ahead. Here's my mic. Is, okay, there yeah. it goes. Fine. Try, right. Give it a little taste. All right, so we will start with Brandon. Brandon, what do you think that first flavor is? Hmm. It tastes like cooking a cream. It tastes delicious, don't it? Yeah. We yeah, like have, an Oreo hit with a flat iron. We must have different <laughs> ones. <laughs> so Brandon went with cookies and cream. Wait a minute. Hold on. Uh-huh. Go is ahead. that the same one? It is the same one. Like, well, if y'all can't see it, my little off thing says sweet dream. I got it from Jason's wife. Thanks, Amber. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Brandon's giving Hold it a real quick. You yeah. got my wife sleeping on that thing? Don't worry about that. We do. Oh, no, I'm playing with you. Man, <laughs> I wouldn't do that to you, Jack. Dang, man. Okay, so just to clarify. No. Uh, he's not eating the same Pop-Tart. He is thing. eating the exact same Pop-Tart. Because it ain't cookies and cream. Yeah, wait a minute. That tastes like cherries. I was going to say, this is either cherry or strawberry. I'm leaning heavily on strawberry. I'm leaning. Hold on. 
See, I told y'all I ain't got my taste back. Hold on. No, that's cherry. That's cherry, cuz. That's cherry. Yeah, it took me three bites to be sure. No, but that's cherry. <laughs> you guys are correct. That is cherry. Whoa. Good job. I told y'all, man. Right. Here's one of Danielle's peanut just, challenges. Just, I can't wait taste. A minute. Wait yeah, a minute. Just lay it down wherever. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's good. I ain't eating any crust. All right. Go <laughs> go for your next one. A mom uh, in here to peel it off. Were, I ain't eating it. You were right at it. All right. Jason's got his. Brandon, go ahead and pick yours man, up. This is hard. Bro. This time we will start. Is this yep, the one? That is the one. All right. This time see. we will start oh, with Jason on the I know flavor. this one. Hold on real quick because I ain't been I got it. Hey, don't tell me, Pimpin. I got it. Let's see how confident Brandon is in. I can eat some more of that. Oh, for sure. I got this one. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Jay. Fudge, Bo. All right. Hold on real quick, because he made me not so confident. <laughs> Man, what you talking about? It's fudge, bro. I still taste cherry. <laughs> Ain't no cherry. It's cherry. Wow. Don't, hey, look. If you start asking for you. No, he's going to watch. In two seconds, he's going to be like, can I get some water to clear my palate? No, nah, bro. It's fudge, man. Please. All right. What'd you come up with, Brandon? Chocolate cherry. <laughs> Chocolate cherry. That was not an option. Try again. It's fudge, bro. <laughs> you sniffing it and cheating. It's fudge. I'll take his word for it. All right. I can't taste it. I'm not going to tell you what it is yet. I want you to take your next one. And taste it. Have you got some water to clear my palate? <laughs> I told you. I can if I, I told you. I can if I have to. Go ahead and try your next one. Yep, right there, Brandon. There. Good job. All right, so take a taste. Wait a minute. Uh-huh. Wait a minute. Brandon, do you taste the difference? No. I, 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 like, this I, is not good. I told you, I can't taste anything. Jason, what you got? Hold on. Okay, I think the last one was Hold cookies on, wait, and wait, cream, wait. and this one's fudge. This one's got more of a stronger taste to it than me. Okay. It all tastes like Pop-Tart. <laughs> <laughs> well, they all taste like Pop-Tarts because they are Pop-Tarts. Pop-Tart is not a flavor. What Pop-Tart flavor does it taste like to you? Hey, is this the same one? It is. All right, but I got two more. Hold on. <laughs> Jason has a tag hanging out of his thing covering his face. Sorry. <laughs> It's just horn. <laughs> but I don't know, man. It's tricky. Wait, no. No. Hold on. All right. Hold on. Hold so on. So, Jason, you are official. What hold is on. what is first? What is the first cookie or the rather the second cookie that you had, the first in this particular series? I can't taste nothing. I hit like the cherry one. <laughs> like, man. Is anybody there? Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> I was like, mama. Cookies and cream on the first, fudge on the second. Brandon, do you agree or disagree? I think all three are cherry. <laughs> like, like, like I'm hundred percent. Jason like, is correct. Really? Well! Number two was cookies and cream. Number three was right fudge. about Kirk Cousins. Right about Tua Tagalova. <laughs> right about the Tampa Bay Bucks. Hey, and I'm right about say, a if you got a bottle of water, or like a water bottle or something, some Lysol, I can squirt on my I, tongue. Anything? <laughs> some Lysol. Like anything, uh, just to clinch. I, I can get you some water, but while I'm getting you some water, what I want you guys to do is go ahead and take that third one. The go fourth ahead. one, you mean? Whatever. Yeah, the fourth one. I, I, look, math, strong suit, all that. Right there, Brent. Yep, you got all it. Right. All oh, right. Got this one. It's take, over. Take a taste what? of it. Don't say nothing, I'm Jason. I'm going to grab you some water real hey, quick. Hang tight. Hey, like I'm not going to eat it. You know what I'm saying? We're still recording live. And mm. so we're going to talk about some stuff for quick, Jason. All right. Hey, can I ask you something? Yeah. Hey, which one do you think is better, Pop-Tarts or Toaster Strudels? This only Toaster Strudels. Thank you. Yeah. Well, it ain't even close, bro. 
What are you talking about? Yeah, it's not like, even in the same category. <laughs> well, technically, it's still a pastry, but at the same time, it's like nah. an overrated pastry. What, what, okay, even if you put the <coughs> Pop-Tart in a toaster oven or in a microwave and heat it up and get the salt, the center gooey, it's still not a toaster strudel. And you bro. eat your Pop-Tarts toasted or untoasted? Uh, toasted. I bet if you eat your Pop-Tarts untoasted, you're an animal. Yeah. It's, like, what we're doing right now is barbaric. That's why you can't taste it. There you go. Oh, that's right. I did have a cup up here, didn't I? Yeah, I got. I, whenever you're ready, B, I got this one. Hang tight. Let me guess and see yeah. if I can taste the difference after getting this. Oh, you got it. Yeah, Brandon's up on this one. You got. That's it. the most water that has <laughs> oh. been in my body since 2015. You want to? You want to pop? There you go. Straight down. There you go. Yeah, All that's right. good. So tell me where I'm is. Yeah, you is right there. That's right. the one. This is the fourth pop. If you tart. say cherry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's brown sugar cinnamon, That's man. That's brown. Know, yes, it brown is. Brown sugar oh, cinnamon yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, I know trash when I eat it, bro. That was disgusting. Nah. What are you talking about disgusting? You don't like brown sugar cinnamon? If you like your Pop-Tart <laughs> with just like brown dust and cinnamon and iron on with an ironing board, <laughs> it's, oh my God, it's disgusting. Go for that last one. See, Get your little if this, taste. This, this, this episode would have been better for the podcast because I could go places, but go ahead. Now, here's, here's the oh. deal. I told y'all that the first one was cherry. Uh huh. Let's see if I was accurate. This will either be cherry or strawberry. Give it a taste. It's pop tart. No. <laughs> this one tastes like water. Apparently, hold tight. Yeah. Liquid pop tart. That sounds disgusting. That's strawberry, bro. Mm-hmm. No way. That's strawberry. Yeah, that's strawberry. That is strawberry. Yep. You may remove your uh, eye coverings if you so desire. They were I don't, cherry. Man, I like being blind. That's so fair. Cool. <laughs> they were cherry, cookies and cream, fudge, brown sugar cinnamon, and strawberry, as requested by the good folks on our Facebook group. Dude, Third and eight. We're I know, but Jason we're good. nailed yeah. it. Brandon had a bit of an issue. Brandon, I told I think you, you like have a leftover COVID. It ain't no different yeah. than when he's talking about football. He's good, but he just gets a little lost. Yeah, that's where wow, it is. Bless his heart. He gets a little lost somewhere around the that's Russell what, Wilsons of the world. Nah, that's uh, anyway. I mean, you look cute over there with your sweet dreams. I know, man. I'm going night. I'll night. start calling you Amber. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> <I'd> be weird. <laughs> hey, baby, how you doing? Oh, oh that man, that sounds creepy. Hey, Chris, how we looking on time? Man, I hear our music in the we, background. We are looking at about uh, forty seconds. Oh, so Chris, I'm gonna ask you real quick. Oh boy. Uh, the what's better, toaster strudels or Pop-Tarts? I heard y'all had that conversation yep. as I stepped out to get you some water. I got to disagree. It's Pop-Tarts. Whoa. How do you eat your eat Pop-Tarts, Pop-Tarts cold? cold? Whoa. Oh, you're an animal. What? Yeah. Chris, Weird. wherever you are, if I could shoot you the bird, I would. You're an animal. <laughs> Ain't no need in wasting time heating them up, boys. <laughs> you don't heat them up, though. You put them in a toaster. Wow, yeah, That's dude. heating them up. Ain't got time oh, for that. Oh, man. Grab and go, baby. You know Grab what? You know what? Honestly, you probably are more suited to be a Seattle fan with that. So, thank you, Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment, for sponsoring this episode of Third and Eight here on Next Door Radio, NextDoorRadio.com. We'll see you guys same time, same place next week. Also, don't forget to check us out on the podcast where we get a little meaner and a little dirtier. Let's go.